Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I'm here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode. I'm super excited to introduce to you my guest today. We have Taylor Lee, who after scaling her online coaching business to six figures by 20 years old and then up to seven figures as a new mom, she's passionate about showing other coaches how they can do the same and step into their fully free lives. She believes in keeping business simple and that through leveraging an unwavering mindset and potent content, you too can scale to this level of financial freedom. Hi Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to chat today. Yeah, so I'm super like honored and excited that Taylor has joined us today. She's one of my favorite coaches and she's super inspiring. I love how she's over here in her corner of the internet helping a lot of women make a lot of money in business, including myself. I've taken many, many of her programs and it's super inspiring, particularly to see how, you know, you've become a new mom and navigated that, but not only navigated it simultaneously, you know, grown your business to seven figures in the process, really walking your talk and proving that absolutely is an, anything is possible and we get to have all of the things. So I would love for you to kick this conversation off by telling us, like, how did you get to doing this work that you're doing today? So, well, thank you for everything you just said. That was so sweet. Um, Gosh, how did I get to where I am today? That's such a big question. And it gets like harder and harder to answer, right? Because it's just, you know, the story evolves. And But basically to keep it as simple as possible, I started doing freelance work when I was in college. And whenever I tell my story, it always reminds me that there's like, sometimes when nothing is making sense at all, it's just those little nudges that you follow along the way that like, lead you to somewhere amazing. So like when I was in these college classes, I was hearing these um, teachers and some of my more creative classes drop the word freelancing, which I had never heard of before. Right. So then I'm like on YouTube, a video pops up, how to make money online. That just tells you I was always meant to do this because I was watching all those videos. And one of the ways the woman mentioned was freelancing. She also mentioned like tutoring, taking quizzes. Like I did, I tried all of it, but the freelancing stock, I did that for like a year and a half plus. Cause I kept doing it a little while while coaching, but as that evolved, you know, I'm, as everyone does in business, I'm learning like what I'm actually good at, what I like to do, what I don't like to do, what types of clients I love to work with. And I'm learning about all these businesses that I didn't even know existed, including coaching. So I started having some clients who were coaches, um, right towards the end of that journey. And it just made so much sense for me because at that point, I feel like I had some really solid skill sets at that point. 
And I was already coaching clients for free because I don't know if anyone listening to this who does done for you work or used to, like I would charge for like the work I did at my computer. But if I talked to clients on the phone, it was for free. And I was having like hour plus long conversations with these clients, coaching them, giving them strategy, telling them other things I've done with other clients and just listening to them, you know, process things. And so when I started seeing that, like, that was a real job that people were charging for, uh, it made a lot of sense. And I got my first coach and I was able to go from making like 2K a month as a freelancer, working a lot of hours because I severely undercharged to making six figures that first year as a coach. And there's a lot more story from then to now, but that's how I got into this industry and got here. Amazing. It's really similar for me too. You were freelancing in, was it Facebook ads that you were helping people with or just marketing generally? I was doing everything, but at the end I was really into the Facebook ads as I was getting more focused. Yeah. For me, it was copywriting and I feel like it was, it's such a good way to learn business through one of those skills. Right. And then same with me, I was attracting a lot of coaches as clients and I was like, who are these amazing women ended up in a coaching program and then yeah, had the epiphany that this was the direction I was being led in. Um, and talk to me a little bit about how, like, what are some of the main things that changed for you when you had Ruby, your baby and how you navigated that? You know, it's a big difference between not having a baby (laughs) and having a baby. It's a very big difference in your life. It really just is. And, um, you know, before I had Ruby and even before I was pregnant, I had started hearing, which I'm sure everyone listening to this has people talk about ease versus hustle and not burning out and not hustling, which I definitely, even before I had a baby was like burning out, hustling, in an unaligned way. And so I was already starting to toy with this idea of like letting it be easy, but my business was kind of just my life back then. And I think that's totally fine. But then once I had a Ruby, um, my daughter, it was like, there was no other choice, but I think this is where women can get really tripped up, right. Of like, how can I do it all? And I have so many friends and peers and clients even who, who want to start families and their biggest concern is like, will I be able to do it all? Will I be able to keep up with all this? Is my business going to go flat? Am I going to be a terrible mom? Because I don't let my business like go downhill. So I just really made this solid decision that I was going to step into more flow and ease than ever before, which I think is the opposite of what a lot of us think we can even do when we have a baby. Um, especially flow, because that's your only choice, right? You have to go with the flow. So anybody who's going through a big life change, or even if not, like you really can make a solid decision around your next, I call it like an energetic goal. Mine was flow. It's a new mom that makes a lot of sense because I feel like it's your only option. You have to go with the flow. I had no clue how to be a mom. I had no clue what kind of baby I was going to have. I had no clue how to run a business being a mom. You just have to go with the flow. So the biggest, that's the biggest thing for me, even still, because things change truly every few months, like her schedule changes, her personality changes, her needs change. And so does our life. And so that's beautiful and perfect. I just have had to go with, go with the flow more in my business and like create so many new beliefs, like 
things don't need to go perfectly for me to hit my goals. However much time I have is the perfect amount of time. However much energy I have is the perfect amount of energy. And I haven't been perfect because there's been some really hard moments in this journey of like motherhood and business. But I do think I've done a really good job because I went into it with that decision and with that mindset. Amazing. So inspiring. And is it, because obviously everyone knows having a baby is a big deal and, and it can be challenging. Is it like as challenging as you expected or more challenging than you expected? You know, there have been a few moments that were harder than I thought it would be. However, it's also, I think I want to say everyone's experience is different because now the moments that were really, really hard were moments that I was not letting in any help, you know, or very little help, like even from my husband or we don't have like a lot of family nearby, but even the people that are here or now we have a nanny, which definitely helps a lot. That's why I'm able to be here and like, you know, bright and cheery and happy. Like, you know, she was in the background scrambling, like we wouldn't be on the podcast today. So, um, yeah, there's been moments that have been really hard. And the biggest lesson there, which I think is great for your last question too, is let yourself be supported. Please let yourself be supported. Like we had moved right before having her. So I didn't have, I know some people listening to this probably don't have any of this help, but you are totally worthy of it and can, can get it. I didn't have any help like cleaning around the house. I was doing all of that myself. We had no nanny, no family nearby. My husband went, I mean, he did get like a few weeks off, which was such a blessing, but then he went right back to work. It was me here all day, every day with a baby and two dogs and a business. And like, I was having a good share of breakdowns at that point. And then and also freaking out on my husband. Like, I'm not going to lie. Sending nice, long, mad text messages in the middle of his work day. Like, let's just be honest. <laughs> and then I, instead of being mad at him, I started asking for what I needed. We hired cleaners. I got a nanny. I let more help in. Like, I remember my friend who lived nearby, even when she came over, it was like, no, I'm good. Like, I have a baby. And I'm, like, trying to get her to take a nap. And she won't. I feel like... I just, I was so resistant to that for some reason, even though I had been running my business for a while and like had team and I had cleaners in the past. And gosh, I just think like we as women do put a lot of pressure on ourselves to literally do everything, like be the stay at home mom, be the housewife, run a seven figure business, like take over the world. And it's like, you can do it all, but you can't do it all. You can have it all, but you can't do it all. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's such a powerful message. And I heard from another one of my coaches recently, apparently women on average do 40 hours of unpaid additional labor each week. And the man does like on average one. And I think that that's such a, it's such a powerful lesson, particularly I think for entrepreneurs, a lot of, you know, like women that I work with are kind of type A overachievers. Like we have big goals, we have big visions, we're very capable and excited to do the work. And, but when you want to grow, when you want to be able to do more, that asking for support is so, so important. And, you know, it took me a little while to learn that in my business, just, you know, recognizing when I give myself that support, whether that's through team or mentorship, um, it always strengthens me and it always enables me to do more and to grow. And a lot of the time I think, yeah, when we feel stuck, when we feel burned out, when we feel like it's not working, that's like the number one question to ask is like, where do I need 
well, where would some more support really, really help me? And I think, yeah, the idea of having a baby and a business at the same time, like obviously much support is required for you to be able to pull that off. I am in such a different mindset now. Like I'm, I'm like, I will take all of the help I can get. Like if I can get extra help around the house, yes, please help me around the house. If I can get extra help with dinner, please. If I can, if the nanny's like, oh, I can stay a little longer today if you need me. I'm like, yep, we're good. Thank you. Because it's like, I used to just, I I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday, actually, where she needed more help and we talked through it and we thought of a really great person for her to hire that would help fill this need. And immediately she starts thinking, well, maybe I can do it myself. Like, and I, I just did that so many times. It's like, please just hire the person. Or even if it's not hiring, it's like, I think that fact that you threw in about how women tend to do so much extra work, labor for free, unpaid labor, and men typically do less of that. For me, it's like, I definitely just being transparent can see like when I've been mad or angry at my husband for not helping a lot, but then I wasn't actually ever really asking for it or letting him, or when I did, I felt guilty. So just stop feeling guilty and ask or hire or whatever you need to do to get the help because that I couldn't, I really could not be doing what I'm doing if I wasn't doing that. You know what I mean? Coming from a woman who's making seven figures in her business, this is the message, right? If we want to grow, if we want to have more impact, more support is required. So this is an important one. I love it. Um, what's like the ma- what are you what's the message that you're most passionate about sharing with people that you wish um, more women in business out there knew? Well, you know, it kind of goes with what I just was saying earlier of I just want women to know that like you really can have it all or whatever all you want. Like you can have it all. You can have a family, you can have love, you can have health, you can have a successful business. Um, There's some things you might need to change to create space for all of that. But, you know, one really huge milestone I crossed last year was the first six figure month, which I'm still like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm the one saying that. That's so crazy. And I crossed it on a walk as many things happen on my walks, but I crossed it. I'm on a walk and my truly, 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 my first thought was like, oh my God, anyone can do this. And I just, that's what I want women to know. And if it's a six figure month or seven figure business, whatever, like you hear that I'm doing and you're like, oh my God, you know, you really can do that. I promise you, you can do it. It's just take like seeing yourself as that person and really letting yourself go for it. And I love how, you know, you really take a stand for the conversation around money and you're really transparent with the way that you're earning. You're really transparent with everything behind the scenes in your business, um, you know, when for your clients. And, um, And I know you talk about how it's been challenging to navigate that conversation of being really public around talking about money. Um... And I think it's really, really important because obviously how can we get good at something that we're not talking about, right? And how can we expect to help others in something if we're not taking a stand and and being a leader um, and having those conversations, which, you know, money has just for centuries been such a taboo topic, which, you know, leaves a clue as to why so many people struggle with it. So what are some of the, like the main shifts that you've experienced in your relationship with money that were kind of the most important things you had to navigate in order to get to where you are today? Oh my gosh, that is a really good question. (laughs) Um, 
you know, I love what you were saying about talking about it because that definitely is so important. It's, it's a taboo subject for some reason. And there's a lot of reasons it is that we feel like it needs to be. Um, so number one, putting myself in spaces where other people are talking about those numbers. I was the person in a lot of spaces that was like making the most and kind of trying to dim my light because I felt like I would hurt, I would trigger other people. I'd make them feel less than people wouldn't get it. I would sound selfish or not grateful for what I had. Like I could go on and on. So putting myself in a space where like I was closer to the bottom, (laughs) you know what I mean? And like, I could really just be so inspired and go for it. And, um, and that could be with a coach or a mastermind or even friends, people you choose to surround yourself with has been a game changer. Um, but also I would say, gosh, there's so many, there's so many things in my head right now, like so many shifts I've had to make. Um, looking at why, I mean, if we're talking about like, if you want to make a lot of money and you want to be really successful and you're just, you're ready to own that, there's this thing that happens with almost everyone who feels like that. I find where we feel like not enough and too much all at the same time, which is actually, you would think that would be impossible. Like, how are you feeling not good enough, but you also feel like you're too much? It's not really possible, but it is. I think we all feel it. The not enough take people off the pedestal as well. Like when I'm putting myself in those spaces, I'm not like, oh my God, she's so incredible. I'm like, oh my God, this is so inspiring. I can do it too. Retraining your brain and your thinking there. We're all just humans, truly. Like I'm literally just a human being. Um, and then the too much thing, like that was a big one for me at the same time of like, what's my family going to think? How am I going to make my friends feel? What's going to, what's the dynamic in my relationship going to turn into, um, gosh, what are people going to think of this house that I want or the car that I drive? And you know, that stuff doesn't really, some people are more into the material things than others. That's cool. But like, naturally as you make more money, it's probably going to (laughs) show. And that can be scary. You know, it can be scary to like lose the dynamics that you already have with family and friends and your partnership. So I had to really look at that stuff and be ready to face it and then choose my next level anyway, and just trust that everything was going to pivot how it was supposed to. And also know that most of it's just in our head. Yeah, it's all the money mindset work. I remember mm-hmm. I was with you, um, another coach who had, you know, she was a millionaire. And we were talking about how one of the big fears that comes up for people is like, oh, if I have loads of money, like everyone's going to start asking me for money. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's a genuine fear. And she was talking about that. And she was like, yeah, that actually happened to me. And I was like, oh. And then, and then I was like, well, what did you do? And she's like, well, I just, first of all, I gave people the money. And then when it stopped feeling good to me, I stopped doing that. And then I had conversations with those people that actually like really brought me closer to them and, you know, supported them. And I was like, it's so funny how sometimes some of the big fears that we hold in our mind are actually like not bad things at all. You know, it's like, what a, what a higher quality problem to have that people are asking you for money because you have it, then you just not having any money in the first place. So money mindset people. (laughs) It's really, I know. And I think we just carry all of that inside of us. So it feels so scary and so heavy, but get it out. Like with a coach on paper, like whatever you need to do to just get it out. And I think like when I've 
sometimes when I'm feeling really weird off about my next level and I'm just like, okay, what's everything I'm afraid of happening if I do this or if I go for it. And like, I'm sure you've experienced this too, Sarah, where it's like, you'll write something down and you're like, that's so silly. (laughs) Like (laughs) that is not a big deal at all. And it's like instantly cleared. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes things need, they're deeper and they need more healing work. And some things, it just seems like they, you just got to keep going through them and working through them. But some things it's like, gosh, thank God I just sat down and wrote this out because half of my list is just laughable. And that's perfect. Good thing you got it out. <laughs> totally. So like what's next for you? Like what's the the vision beyond the vision that you're stepping into in your life and business? Oh my gosh. You know, I'm at a point where we're about to cross 1 million in 12 months, like any day. Amazing. It's crazy. Um, and so... I'm at a point where it's like, what is next? But actually what's really exciting is we're about to go on a trip and possibly buy a house. We're like house hunting. It's been a long process and we're still kind of um, even figuring out exactly what we want to do. Buy, build. Do we like this kind of house? Do we want this kind of house? Do we want it to be this size or this size? Or like, And you know, what's been really interesting as I make more and more money is it creates it's more and more choices. And as my own mentor is telling me more and more freedom, which is the whole point anyway, but I'm learning to navigate that, to be honest, a great problem to have, but like, just enjoy it. And so buying my dream house has been my goal forever. Such a big part of my journey, something I've wanted my literally entire life. So we're doing that. I'll be crossing a million very soon. And then like, what's like the financial goal after that? I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know. <laughs> I just enjoy. I'm like, that is so freaking crazy. I'm like in that moment of just enjoying it. So we'll see what's next. I mean, I have a knowing it's like, I guess multiple seven figures, right? But like, wow, that's crazy. And you know, I'm also thinking more about like giving back more and what feels really good with that, you know, because I think. A lot of women have that on, on their heart, but sometimes you're on a journey of like just getting your own stuff figured out and getting in a really good financial place. So feeling into that and maybe having like a different mission behind the business. And there's a lot of things that I'm thinking about that I know will come to fruition this year. So that's a little sneak peek. So exciting. I'm on the edge of my seat, <laughs> always waiting <laughs> to see what you're going to be up to next. Thank you so much for coming and sharing all of your wisdom and stories with us today. And um, how can people find you and find out more about your work? Yeah. So I would say if you are enjoying the conversation, the best places to come hang out with me and hear more would be my podcast, which is Fully Free with Taylor Lee. And that's on my website. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It should be very easy to find. Um, And then my Instagram is where I'm hanging out all the time, which is at underscore the Taylor Lee. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks everyone for watching. Bye. For more inspirational content, head over to my website with and please support the show by liking, commenting, and subscribing.